Welcome to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. I'm Joey Roberts. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fearless. Today, I want to open up, just be completely raw with you about my highs and lows of selling on Amazon. And if everybody acts like their selling journey has been absolutely perfect and fabulous and they have it all figured out, run from that person. Nobody has it all figured out. As entrepreneurs, we learn along the way and we make mistakes. And I will say some of the mistakes I made, I took a lot harder than I would take today. But as you're going through it, sometimes it just feels like completely awful. Um, Let's go way back to the beginning, 2017, when I launched my very, very first product. And do I even want to call it a launch? I would say when I attempted to sell a product on Amazon. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see that I'm holding up this strap and I put a logo on it called Fear Free Mama. And this, this, Strap sits on my desk to kind of remind me that my first Amazon attempt at selling, my first Amazon product does not define me as an Amazon seller. So what happened? Well, I had just had my son Ford in 2017, and I was getting to know other moms who were, were new moms as well. And there was a mom whose kid was like four or five months older than my current one month old. And to me, her kid was like 10 years older, right? It must, I mean, to, to have a one month old and look at like a four or five month old baby, I was like, oh, that kid's like, you know, advanced. He's probably coding by now, maybe has his own Amazon store. And she told me a story about the nanny not paying attention for a quick moment and the stroller rolling away from her. And yes, the story is unpleasant, but really what clicked into my head was, wow, what if there had been a really comfortable leash that would attach the stroller to the caregiver's hand? And then I thought, that's it. I'm going to start this product. So I did what you'd think I would do, right? Go to Alibaba, see how much it costs, place a big order. Now I skipped over completely validating the product and is there a market? And I didn't think about how I was going to market it. I was now on this mission to save babies from rolling away from their caregivers and Amazon was going to be the platform I sold it on. So I found this funny looking uh, neoprene leash and I put my Fear Free Mama logo on it and I launched it on Amazon. I quickly realized that the margins were really low. I launched in 2017. It was like $6.99. There was really not much uh, margin there, meaning after I sold it and paid the Amazon fee to ship it, I didn't have much left for marketing. And this was a product that was going to be heavily marketed because you can't really tell what it is. It's not obvious. And I had big dreams, right? I wanted it to even go into retail stores. Like I was thinking really big, which I encourage everybody to still do. So long story short, I didn't sell very many of them. I shut the store down and I still have about a hundred of them sitting in my garage. Now I could have let that completely ruin my 
experience with Amazon and think, well, I don't know how to sell. I'm never going to sell again. I'm going to try something else or work for somebody else the rest of my life. I knew that there was an opportunity to sell on Amazon. I just didn't know how to do it. So, all right, shut it down. No big deal. I only spent about three, $400 on it. And I did the photography myself. So not, not a big uh, loss, but personally it hurt that I tried my own product and it didn't work. Fast forward two and a half years later when it was 2020 and I was running my wallpaper business, which I still have, and all the buildings shut down. So I didn't have any buildings to go into to put wallpaper on in, in design. So now here I was potty training my two and a half year old who couldn't go to school because it was COVID and I was stuck in the house. And I thought, you know what? I need to sell on Amazon again. Okay. Yes. It's like the worst time to be like, Hey, I need to put a hundred percent effort into a product to sell on Amazon. But it was the right time for me, even though everything was chaotic. So after my kid would go to sleep, I would do product research and I decided that I had to get a mentor. And that's when I joined AMZ Insiders. The reason I wanted a mentor was I wanted to make money. I wanted my products to be successful. Yes, hopefully they would be a passion product like my stroller strap was, but most important, I wanted to build a brand and something that was valuable and had value that somebody else might want to purchase from me someday. And that was my goal. I started with that. Hey, I want to build something that somebody will want to buy from me. And I want it to be more than a tiny, tiny business. Yes, it's it's a small business because I hit uh, about like 1.2 million in sales in 12 months. So it's still considered a small business, but it was growing really fast. And I had that end game in mind that I wanted to to sell it. And knowing that my passion was going to lie in the actual Amazon selling part, which remember, I didn't know how to do yet, but I was certainly going to figure it out. And I was going to learn all about algorithms, SEO, keyword ranking, and get my products to be seen because I knew my next product I was going to launch was going to be a great product that people were going to want in their lives. And I also wanted it to be a little bit more expensive. Remember, I launched at the six, $6.99 and I quickly realized that there was no margin. So I thought, okay, well, let's, let's flip this scenario. I like to market to aspirational buyers. So I'm going to design products for aspirational buyers, people who, who spend money on themselves and like a little bit more luxury products. So that was my goal. And that's where I started. I joined AMZ Insiders. I went through the methods. Fast forward, I was in my third month of selling and I went hard on the marketing, right? It was just about right before Father's Day. And I had been planning for Father's Day. That was my Super Bowl moment. I wanted to, every single dad to get my product for Father's Day. That was really my goal. So I just made sure anybody searching on the internet for a Father's Day gift was going to find my product. Sounds simple, right? Yes, but I don't know if it's that I didn't believe in my marketing skills. Actually, I do know it was that I was an inexperienced Amazon seller. But in the time I thought, okay, I'm going to market this. This should work. And on the back end, I did not prepare the inventory necessary. So I ran out of inventory 
about a week before Father's Day. And we all know Amazon shoppers shop on Prime and they want it the next day. And when you're shopping for Father's Day, people are like, oh, buy it the week up. So I missed a huge opportunity being out of stock because I couldn't fulfill those orders the week of Father's Day. Big lesson learned when I ran out of stock and I saw the orders coming in, it was like a big kick in my stomach. And here is where, you know, I'm just going to be completely open with all of you. Um, I had switched my account from Amazon FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon. When I saw the orders coming in really quickly, it's like, well, I can sell out of the FBA, but I can also switch it to FBM. So fulfilled by merchants thought that that was a great idea. So now fulfilling these products means I have a team that's actually shipping it out or, you know, I was, I was putting labels on boxes and shipping them out, which is very easy to oversell if you mismanage how many you can really make. And the sales were coming in so quickly from the ranking and the marketing that I had done around Father's Day that I was so stressed about getting the units out the door. I wasn't counting the inventory because some of the pieces were still being put together. And it it just had the snowball effect. And I oversold by about 50 products. So I now had 50 units, y'all. I'm not kidding. I had 50 people. When I say units, I should really be saying buyers, people, dads who were going to be opening these, these products for Father's Day. So be shown love from their loved ones. And there were 50 of them that, that I could not fulfill. I scrambled really quickly to piece it together the best I could. It was a really hard learning experience, um, figuring out all around. I live in Austin, Texas, just like as far as I could drive and reach how to get these pieces to put the products together to get them to as many of of the the homes, the buyers that I could. If you're ever in this situation where you have oversold, there's two two big risks here. One, your account health. Amazon takes it real serious if you do not ship a product. You don't want to lie. You don't want to put in a tracking number and like pretend you shipped it because there is tracking and they will know. And also uh canceling orders is is terrible. And then customer service, right? You're going to get bad reviews. You're just going to upset people. So there's a lot of backfall, not to mention being out of stock takes your inventory and your account inactive, right? Because you're out of stock. So your ranking drops. So now my ranking is dropped. I've upset the whole world. See how dramatic I'm being like, but this is exactly how I felt. Like it was all just crashing down on me. I know it's like, poor Joey, this new seller, but really, it is an issue because you don't know if you're going to be able to re-rank, get back up. You could get your entire account shut down. And if your account gets shut down, Amazon isn't like, oh, hey, here's your $200,000 sitting in the account. No, they keep your money. You are messing up their brand and you're selling on their platform. So huge problems that I, I created. Uh, I actually didn't know I could create that big of a, a problem as it was spiraling out of control. So um yeah, mismanaging inventory and in, in also growing a little too quickly, not having the knowledge. Luckily, I had the support from AMZ Insiders and I was able to get coaching and I got through it. But these are 
just real mistakes that happened. And you'd think I would have learned my lesson. I ran out of inventory again at 4th of July. I also ran out of inventory again, just randomly in like August and of course for Black Friday. So it was a really bumpy road. 2021 was really hard for supply and demand. So I'm going to give myself a little bit of grace on that. When I went to exit that business and I was going through the valuation for it, realized that I probably left about $75,000, $80,000 on the table for being out of stock and then having to play the re-ranking game. So that's probably my biggest learning experience, right? You either win or you learn. And boy, did I learn on that one. Um, there were other other mishaps that that have happened, and maybe you can relate to this. I hired people to help me write things or reach out to influencers, and I, not that I'm very trusting, but I would pay them up front, and they would do a little bit of the work, and then they would just disappear. And that happened to me twice; like they just completely disappeared. One person resurfaced like a year later and was like, oh, I didn't have my phone. Y'all, she lives in the United States. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have your phone? It's not like my VA who's over in the Philippines. We have some in Bali. She lives in the United States and she's a mom. And she told me she didn't have her phone for a year. And instead of getting mad at her and saying, oh, hey, you owe me my you know $1,000 back that I paid you, I just took it as a learning experience. And I told her, you know what? No worries. We all have have our, our lives and things going on. So um, yeah, if you're just working directly with an individual as a contract basis, iron out some type of contract payment terms and details. I did not do that. I just trusted, oh, well, she's going to write for me and she's a phenomenal writer. Yeah. So I got um, taken a couple ways like that. And now I've built up a pretty good resource list and it's taken me many years and I've been able to lean on AMZ insiders too, to help me. And I'm always happy to help sellers with people that I trust so that, uh, you know, who you can trust. And that's just something that I like to spread around in the Amazon selling community. Cause I don't like when anybody loses money that could have been spent to build a brand and make, make a difference in the Amazon selling space and just like in our economy, in our world, right? I mean, it's, it pains me that I've been ripped off a couple of times that I've learned those lessons. So hopefully I can provide you some value and you can learn from my mistakes. Well, thank you for listening. And if you want to share any of your mistakes with me, I would love to hear them as well. You can always hit me up on Instagram at joeyroberts.official. And then if you are ready to discuss my team at AMZ Insiders and myself, coaching and mentoring you, go to amzfearless.com. You can book a call with with my team. And that is uh, just your link for listening to this this podcast, right? amzfearless.com. Well, until next time, stay fearless. If you're already selling on Amazon or you're looking to get started and you want my help, go to amzfearless.com to book a free strategy selling session. We can see if we can help you out. That's amzfearless.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fearless Sellers. 
the Women of Amazon podcast. Until next time, stay fearless.